All right, we're back with another episode of the 132 Breeze podcast. As always, this is Marlo, joined by Casey. Post-Super Divisional round, we got some things to talk about. But first of all, Casey, how you doing, man? Marlo, I come to you today a broken man. I, <laughs> one of the worst sports weekends, I think... I don't want to say you could imagine, but of all the Packers postseason collapses, this was this one was right up there. So I thought time would make me feel better. I thought maybe watching a little bit more football and maybe a little bit of that helped. Uh, but it, it, as I prepared, you know, the rundown and what we're going to talk about, it, God, it sucks, bro. It hurts. Uh, and I'm sad. <laughs> I'm sad. There's no other word to put it but sad. Absolutely. But we won't we won't well we won't dwell on that quite yet. Oh, we won't dwell on that quite okay, yet. Okay, okay, okay. Not quite yet. We'll give you your we'll give you your chance. But uh I don't know how much more upbeat this is, but we'll just try to start try to start the pot off with a little more a little upbeat, talk about the Badgers. Yeah. It at least starts upbeat. Uh We'll start upbeat with Wisconsin in the middle of the week last week, going down into Northwestern uh, to a place where apparently they had won six times in a row, Marlo. Well, uh, I now now seven, uh, and I, <laughs> we kind of mentioned last week. Hey, it feels like we lose there a lot, but maybe we haven't. Uh, although I feel like the last couple of years they've won a couple times in Madison, weirdly too. So I, I think there was a bit there where like either road team had won four in a row or something like that. Anyway, uh, go down to Northwestern. Win, uh, I I don't know. I, I I was struggling with the way. I want to say handily because we did pull away in the second half, but we did make it interesting. Eighty-two mm-hmm. to seventy-six. Um, Badgers had a pretty comfortable lead, seven six points, kind of throughout the second half, uh, and almost choked away with some late late uh, free throw misses. Made it interesting. Yeah, it made it interesting at the end. Did you know, Casey, uh, speaking of missed free throws down the end, I just found this out. At the game, at, mm-hmm. at uh, I forget the, what's the name of their, their stadium, or I don't want to call it a stadium, court, um, Welsh Ryan or something. Anyways, their That's promo right. their promo at the game is if the visiting team misses eight free throws, oh. free Chick-fil-A sandwich for everybody. Um, and so the Badgers did that with their four misses at the end there. They, they missed four out of five at the end to make get those eight missed free throws. So they were just, you know, that was all part of the plan to make everyone, like everyone's happy. The Badgers win. Everyone gets free Chick-fil-A. Um, it's just a win-win situation for all. But all jokes aside, that was kind of scary. Um, the, the, game, the, the game flow, Northwestern came out pretty hot. We were able to withstand extend that initial surge uh kind of you know worked their way back towards the end of the first half and the second half made comfortable then like we talked about towards the end you know it seemed like we didn't weren't playing to win the game but rather not to lose yeah Yeah, another one where the other team just starts making ridiculous shots at the end uh chase adige i think uh, who was on uh, out of his mind on fire all game ended up with 23 points hits one Boo Booey hits one that I mean, it's just shots that shouldn't go in, but of course go in because they have to make me stress out more. It feels like at least, 
uh, and then and then obviously the free throw misses. But we do hit some big shots to go ahead and win the game. <clears throat> um, Johnny Davis with 27 points uh, on 15 shots. It I maybe I'm just remembering Michigan State. It felt a little bit more difficult than that, but I think that was just because he was getting the crap kicked out of him every time he touched the ball. Yeah, yes, that was that was garbage. Speaking of insane, to get to twenty-seven points. So, go ahead. Yeah, speaking of insane shots, um, the half-court shot before halftime that was cool. Ooh, that was nice. I did. I did do a little half jump off the couch that on that one. <laughs> that was all nice. I, felt, I, was, I was like, "Whoa, look at that!" Because I was, you know, I was a little worried that it was that it was close, and that kind of put a little bit of distance there. And uh, Wisconsin never looked. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. And so Johnny Davis got pretty roughed up I thought throughout yes. the game at one point got a bloody nose where they clearly got fouled uh, and they didn't call anything and this feels to be happening a lot of course I'm a homer of course I'm seeing this through red and white glasses but man it seems like he really gets physical in these games and does not get the calls that you see other you know top performers in college basketball get yeah, I mean, forget top performers, like people in basketball. He, you get here clearly a, across the face, across the bridge of the nose, uh, on a driving play, and there's nothing. And that doesn't... And then, did they review it? I don't even know. I forgot if they reviewed it or not. But still, at the same time, um, he was getting he was getting raked over all game. And not to say that he should get a like superstar status, but, you know, call the fouls their fouls. Uh, yeah. Just because it, it seems like it's almost the opposite. Like, oh, he's he's so much better than his opponent that we're going to make him work for it a little harder. It's just yeah. not fair. Yeah, it's definitely the way it feels um, watching these games in the Northwest game and then in the Michigan State game, uh, which made Chris Collins complaining about the officiating afterwards even more eye-rolling to me. <laughs> uh, there was the foul at the end of the game where Adige runs out, oh, slaps yeah. at Davis, hits the ball out of bounds, but... A foul is called. I mean, it went, it was going to go out of bounds. There was no way he was going to chase that down after he slapped it away. Um, Davis does kind of dribble the ball out a little bit. I've been noticing that. He needs to get that tighter. Uh, he got uh, he gets that picked every once in a while, uh, which is a bit worrisome. Um, in that, and Adige almost got him there. Uh, but I think the way he slapped at it, you know, he came in, he ran like a bat out of hell to commit a foul, swipes down, got the ball, might have got a little wrist, but it looked like a foul in real time. And that's what Collins lost his mind about and alluded to other poor officiating, whereas we're sitting here (laughs) completely on the other side uh, thinking that it was uh, poorly officiated in favor of Northwestern. It's kind of funny. Yeah, no, um, that call is a hot topic after it. I think Andy Katz on the broadcast uh, was strictly on the side of that was not a foul. You can't call it early. But understanding that, so where do you draw a line in, in that situation, right? Mm-hmm. You as a there's many times where as a ref, like you know they you know they're trying to call a foul, and there's been times where it looks like they're trying to foul and they're not calling it, and you get frustrated. Right. And then yeah, there's yeah. times like this where they're clearly going for the foul, and you call the foul because the biggest uh, ally is or biggest. Or, yeah, the biggest ally is the clock at this point in the game. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I, in the real heads, I think if from what I saw in real time, like you said, it was a foul. If you slow it down, maybe it's not tomato, tomato, but that's what they, they get to call in, in, in real time. 
but it's just uh, yeah, it's the old adage like, well, what, which which way do you want it? Because you can't have it both ways. Yeah, and Davis did miss both free throws, so it yeah. literally did not impact the game uh, <laughs> whatsoever. And actually, was probably after the missed free throws would have benefited Northwestern because otherwise Wisconsin gets you know, I don't know, maybe he misses them both again if he gets fouled. But whatever, yeah. didn't totally impact the game. Wisconsin comes away with a crucial road victory ahead of their weekend Friday night matchup against Michigan State. And I saw a tweet today that this was uh, the second most watched FS1 college basketball game of all time. I saw oh, it wow. in a tweet. It must be true. Must be uh, true. Did they say who yeah, was one? It, it did not say who was one. You're only limited to 140 characters, Marlo. Um, <laughs> no, maybe, it said, maybe it said in the tweet, or in, like, in the next tweet. I didn't click. I went, oh, that's neat. And then I just remembered it as we were talking about it. Nice. Uh, 832,000 people watched it. I was one of them laying on my couch. Uh, and I did not enjoy it. I did not enjoy it one bit. No. There, there, was, <laughs> there, was, nothing, there was nothing enjoyable about that game. Not a thing. Um, besides- well, I should say, the first eight points, very enjoyable. Oh, I that's true. The first, the first eight points of the game were awesome. To be honest, wasn't on my couch yet. <laughs> so, so put the kids in bed. Yeah. So I should have never should have never went I to the couch, Casey. I should not. That's what it was. That's what it was. I sat on the couch. Butterfly effect. Wisconsin lost the game. God darn it! Never sitting on that couch again. Uh, it's going. It's going to the curb. Um, yeah. It, it, basically, yeah. When I sat on the couch, we stopped scoring. Michigan State kept scoring, and well, before we get, it didn't miss. But before we get to that. Uh, coming into the game, my hopes were very low mm-hmm. for one, I think, pretty glaring reason, and it came out to be true. This was pretty much the worst time to catch Michigan State. They got upset at home against uh, by Northwestern Excuse me, last weekend. They had five days to prepare for this game while Wisconsin had to go play Northwestern on the road uh, in the middle of the week. And you just know you're getting Michigan State's best game coming yep. out of that situation. So pretty much the worst time to come catch them they know you know they, they have all this time to prepare they know that it's you know if they, either team that wins this is going to be sole uh solely in first place of the big 10 and uh they come in get the job done and couldn't miss shot 53 percent from the field 50 percent from three point some easy looks and we'll talk about why uh with wall being out in a minute uh but a lot of just Shot, tough shots that went in. Uh, I forget the freshman who had the answers, the, the name of the freshman who had the three-point answers when Davidson hit the big, the around the around the rim, around the world uh, three-pointers to go in. Uh, their freshman, what is his name? Akins hits two threes. I mean, it was like the first two of his career. My God. So frustrating. Anyway, they kept making shots. It was annoying. I didn't enjoy it. That's where we leave that. <laughs> I just did not. I did not enjoy it. Yeah. Did not enjoy it. Not one bit. I would have felt better if they missed more of them. Mm, yeah, that would have been nice. That would have been nice. That would have been nice. Uh, yeah, and I think you're. I mean, you're right. It was the worst time to catch Michigan State um, coming off that upset win. I think we 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 alluded to that last week uh, when talking up to this game. And yeah, and then sandwich that top compact that with. Tyler Wall being out, mm-hmm. especially during this game when you have the dynamic bigs that uh, Michigan State has, uh, I think that gets amplified as well. Yeah, the, they just went 
down low to um, Hall. He finished uh, 7 of 11. Uh, Marbleman finished 3 and 4 in foul trouble. And I thought there was another forward. It wasn't Bingham. He was the, the taller guy. Uh, it's not jumping out on the page. Oh, Christie, he's a, he was a guard. But they would get into these positions where uh, Gilmore or Hepburn are, are guarding and undersized. Uh, I think Neath was in there a few times and got uh, kind of taken advantage of as a smaller guard. I think that's what I'm thinking of when I think of Christie. Uh, just kind of backing him down, getting high percentage shots on smaller players. And you on the defensive end, I mean, all around, Tyler Wall is kind of the glue of this team as uh, as far as the team goes. And I guess I'm pointing out on the defensive end, when he's out, you're expecting Hepburn and um, Gilmore to Carlson to kind of make up these forward minutes. And uh, that's not going to fly against a Michigan State. Not at all. Not at all. Um, yeah, and what I know, what do you think would have been the best – our best shot at, at the game. I know they, they came again to come to my fruition. We can get down by 20 to any point to any, to any team. Yeah. We got to within, I think eight or six was it six. They got, they got into one, yeah. they got into within six, um, but weren't able to kind of, to get over that hump as Michigan state then again, made a run for to the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, and it's, it's one of those things where it's nice to see them have that fight. Like we're not out of any game. Uh, again, especially in this one, but you know, you're going to win, so you lose one. It was annoying that, like you said, that they could not win. I mean, they could not miss miss any shots, but I mean, all in all, um, taking a loss at home, it, it sucks that it was at home as well, but taking a loss at Michigan State, not the worst thing in the world, um, right. as long as they're able to bounce bounce back from this and doesn't make this a trend. Yeah, it did show a little bit of our, our lack of depth, you know, to, yeah. I mean, just kind of thinking about Hepburn out there, Gilmore out there, Carlson out there instead of Wall. Uh, that's fine in spells, right? When they're in bits, when they're spelling uh, Tyler Wall, but when they're the main guy, when they're out there most of the time, it's re- it's really glaring. And I think you saw a little bit of that on on the guard position as well, because uh, when Davis or Davison aren't out there, and you got Nathan Bowman, they're just not those players. The bench players haven't worked their way into the rotation enough. Uh, to be significant contributors, and then when one of the top three guys go out, you really see you really see that drop off, um, which is concerning because uh, you know health isn't guaranteed. Hopefully, Tyler Wall comes back, um, and hopefully, we can get in these next couple games get those players, get those bench players a little bit more in the rotation, a little bit used to playing basketball. You're not going to have to bang against uh, the opponents coming up like you did against Michigan State. So hopefully. Uh, a little bit more of an opportunity for them to get involved there. That's what I'll be looking for uh, as a bounce back. And hope we have, I think if you could pick bounce backs, knocking on wood as I say this, Marlo, Mm -hmm. these are possibly the two you would pick. On the road at Nebraska, uh, I just wrote the 27th. Why didn't I write the day on that? When is that? (laughs) That's Thursday. Thursday. And then Monday, uh, hosting Minnesota. Uh, So those are our matchups. Nebraska is currently sitting at 0-8 in conference. Not great. Ooh, not good. Not great. Um, not good. Wins over teams. I I guess I can pick out who they are, but nobody I really know <laughs> uh, wins there. So uh, when you got to have a bounce back game for sure, 
uh, and an, an opportunity to kind of get right after the Michigan State Michigan State loss. Anything uh, you want to say uh, about no? I, if we don't about uh, the Nebraska game, the Nebraska <sighs> Fred Horboy man, he's he's really killing he's, it. He's really killing he's it. He's there. He is there. He is there still. <laughs> he's yeesh. Um, yeah, Nebraska. I can't wait. It's it's a. I I don't. I feel like I hope. I feel like I'm going to watch this game and no matter what happens. I'm going to be frustrated. Um, but. That's fine. As long as we we just got to get right. Do we have an update on Wall? I haven't seen anything yet. Yeah. Uh, I think, I mean, he was a game time decision going into the game, or it was pretty late breaking, right? It was yeah. It, then he shows up in a boot, ball. though. And that's, that's the thing. I was like, a cautionary boot. Remember that one time Chucky Hepburn went to uh, a recruiting trip with Guard and wearing a boot and they played the next game? I think they just like wearing boots. It's a fashion thing. Okay. Got to be safe out there. Got to be safe out there. Gotcha. I might pick it up. Who knows? Uh, Nebraska, uh, guard heavy lineup, uh, or excuse me, guard heavy scoring. Their two top scores um, are, are guards at 15.7 and 14.3 points. So I think that kind of helps uh, with if Wall is out, um, that they don't have kind of the prolific scoring that, that Michigan State or some other teams in the big time might have um, for that. So hopefully he'll be back. Haven't heard anything yet. Uh, then moving on to. Uh, Sunday's game, hosting Minnesota. Minnesota coming off a big win against Rutgers, 68-65. I actually watched that game, Marlo. Uh, My scouting report is uh, if um, Willis, who is (laughs) Peyton Willis, there we go, guard, if he goes nuts like he did in the Rutgers game, it might be tough to beat him. But he was on fire, uh, 11 uh, for 17, 32 points. uh, And that's what it took for them to squeak by Rutgers. So... Not a great team. Two and five in the conference. Early win over Michigan. Recent win over Michigan State. Maybe they're figuring it out. But uh, again, like I said, if you had to pick two teams, uh, winless Nebraska, uh, really getting off the ground as far as having a new coach and uh, new kind of, uh, I was going to say new program. That's not correct, right? Uh, <laughs> new uh, identity, new coach. Let's just go with new coach. New coach. Um, yeah. New system. There. New Get, system. Getting the program run, a new system. Thank you, Mark, yep. for saving me there. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's what I'm here for. Getting that going, hopefully. Pay me some... the big bucks. Yeah, nice. <laughs> big bucks. That's what we're here for. The big bucks. Um, yeah, hopefully we can get that back running. All right, that All is right. basketball. Anything else basketball-related from you, Marlo? No, I think that's it. I think we've stalled long enough. All right. Uh, two football, or one, three notes, I guess that's one note, um, but three names. Uh, football transfers. We had some transfers this past week. Uh, a DB and wide receiver from UCLA and a DB from Kentucky. So welcome to the football team. <laughs> I don't write down your names. Yeah. <laughs> no, no scouting report? No scouting report for you? Uh, no. Um, the wide receiver six three. Nice. Looks to be a playmaker. Uh, defensive backs both have started a lot of games. Okay. I'll take that. Can't be much worse That's than what I got. I think Kentucky's defense was good last year. Uh, yeah, th- right, uh, they won games. They won games, so uh, yeah, until they didn't. Uh, All right, cool. Football transfer oh, they portal. Iowa. Didn't they beat they Iowa? Did, they beat Iowa in the bowl game. Freaking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That is on campus. Let's move ahead to the NFL. All right. 
All right. Before we talk about Packers, and maybe we'll talk about Packers already, Marlo. I just yeah. we had uh, three home teams lose. The first three home t- home teams lost. We had all four games go down to the last play. Yep. I guess every game technically goes down to the last play, but they were decided on the last play. Um. So my question to you, Marlo, is which team blew it the most? Um. If you had Packers, Bucks, or Titans, yeah. If you like, if we had recorded this last night, I would say the Packers. Yeah. But okay, it was a hundred percent the Bills. After, Ooh. after like you yeah. know, like that game, it was a hundred percent the Bills. The like, first of all, that last three minutes was electric. I don't know if there's anything anything, yeah. anything like that. I can't tell if it was just really bad D or really good O or maybe a mixture of both. But, um, but it was fun to watch, and. Yeah, just the the Bills being up, getting up uh, with 13 seconds. You know, mm-hmm. even if they okay, so they screwed up by not by by kicking an end zone. They should have never done that. That was dumb. Um, but at the same time, I don't care who you have as quarterback. Like you can't allow you can't allow to go 50 yards in 13 seconds in that field goal. And you know, and that's followed right behind. I mean, a close second would be the. Uh, the Bucks, for that matter, because yeah. they did pretty much. This, I mean, they let two to the same guy, <laughs> two two guys the same guy to get in the field goal range, uh, which is, you know, you can't you can't do. So I go Bills. I go Bills though with the biggest choke of the weekend. Okay, interesting. Uh, when I posed the question, I did not even think that the Bills were a possibility. Wow. But you're you're because I my I posed the question as in which top seed blew it. Oh right yeah, yeah. I got you saying. That's how I uh, I didn't say that's not how I posed the question, excuse me. That's how I thought of the question yeah, in my head. Yeah. But I think you I think you your answer is right. I'm going to say Packers <laughs> because I'm a Packers fan and it sucked. Um and and we can talk. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk more about yeah. that. And we'll talk more about the Chiefs Bills ending. So, yeah. All right. Okay. I'm going to say Packers. All right. Packers choke. That's what I wrote. Yep. <sighs> okay. 13 to 10. Mm-hmm. Losing to San Francisco 49ers. All right. Percentage blame. Ready for this? I did my Okay. Opinion. Here you go. 60% blame game. special teams. 60%, 60% special teams. Mm-hmm. Fair. 50% Aaron Rodgers Whoa. minus 10% defense. Wow. 50. The defense was so freaking good in this game. They didn't have... We had like 10 first downs before they had one. They had negative yards to our 150. I mean, it was... The defense is so good. Was so good in this game... The play of the game was a draw to set up that went up for like twelve yards, which was a great play and obviously sealed the game. But like that was it. That was they held him to six points. The defense did. They played unbelievable. Um, special teams said this last week. Been saying it all season. Uh, sorry, did am I going to? Do you want to say anything about the defense? Do you want to compliment the defense? No, no, the defense did. The defense did absolutely <laughs> played great uh, to the point where, like, you know, even in the first half and it was seven nothing, it was like I thought the game's over because they couldn't. San Francisco couldn't do anything. Just couldn't do anything. And even when they did things right, they messed it up themselves. Um, yeah. So yeah, the defense played. I you don't even have to look at the stats, but it was they played very well. The only negative I can say about the defense is that. They let Jimmy Garoppolo get away with like four or five just floated passes. That true, that is that is very true. There, that I think that's part of it. There were so many of those Jimmy just throwing it like a throwing a, a, a wilted duck to the sideline, and I just thought 
and they three just, or four times they were going to be pick sixes. Yeah, and they never did. Um, so that was the one negative. But they got pressure. Uh, they held Debo in check. And I mean, I don't even like. Yeah, he got the last play right or that, yeah. that run. Yep. But for what he's been on offense. In essence, held them in check. I yeah. mean, they did a great job on him. Jimmy G was terrible. Kittle had the one catch towards the end, and that's the, he had the first catch and then the catch at the end, and that was oh, what a great performance by the defense. They were getting pressure. Sean Gary was a man on a mission. Zadarius Smith got in there with this probably last sack as a Packer. Uh, just great job defense. All right, what do you want to talk about next, Marlo? Rodgers or special teams? No, oh, I'm curious about the Rodgers. That's a lot of blame on Rodgers. That's a lot. I need to get your take on this. Okay. He was terrible. Whew. After the first drive, he was awful. He was 20 for 29, 225 yards. And look, we went through we all went through this whole offseason. We all went through what the season was, right? The whole predilection of his stance was like, you guys need to help me. Mm-hmm. Because we didn't have enough in the past two NFC Championship games to get it done. And you know what the Packers did? They got a lot better. You know who didn't get better? Aaron freaking Rodgers. He went 20 for 29, 225 yards. 73 of that was on one pass to Aaron Jones that resulted in a black field goal. See special teams in a minute. So you take that out, right? Mm-hmm. We're at 150 yards, Marlo. Mm-hmm. You take out the first drive, which was great. We're at like 100 yards. Mm-hmm. Except for two drives. QBR rate of 19.4. No touchdowns. He... I I guess this is... He zeroed in on Devontae Adams. Yes. The whole game. Never looked at anybody else. He threw one pass to Mercedes Lewis, which was a fumble. Huge fumble. Uh, Swayed... I mean, we could have put him away. 14-0. That game's over. Um, Another missed opportunity. One pass to Lazard on a big third down. Other than that, it was dump downs to Aaron Jones and throws at Devontae Adams. Incredibly, incredibly frustrating game by him. It was try and get the Adams things to work, which when it works is electric. But they doubled him all game. He never went away from Devontae Adams unless he dropped it down to Aaron Jones. Incredibly frustrating. His boy, Randall Cobb, he wanted him on his team. Zero catches. Granted, he's coming back from an injury. I understand that. How many targets? Two targets? I'm trying. I don't see targets on uh, what I'm looking uh, at, but I want to say two. I want to say two. No more than three, for sure. Uh, never. I don't even know if you looked at St. Brown. Uh, St. Brown had one carry for one yard. Congratulations. <laughs> um, MVS was out with an injury, so maybe that hurts, and I think that hurt a little bit in as far as the deep threat. You lose that, but the. It was such a frustrating game to watch because Aaron Rodgers just seemed like he was trying to force it into something and wasn't taking the easy plays. And when you watch the other games that happened this weekend, quarterbacks just dropping the ball around. And look, San Francisco's defense is good. They're not this good. They're not shut down MVP Aaron Rodgers good. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers shut himself down in this game, and it was so frustrating to watch. And back to the point. I'm sorry. You see Patrick Mahomes spreading the ball over. You see uh, Josh Allen spreading the ball over. He threw four touchdowns to a wide receiver I have never heard of before yesterday. Okay? You 
read what the defense is giving you and you take advantage of that. And it was the defense was not giving them Devontae Adams, but he tried to force it there time and time again. He needed to get one first down on the final two drives sure. to win the game. Sure. Didn't get a first down. I love Aaron Rodgers. He's a great quarterback. I want him to come back and be a quarterback of the Green Bay Packers next year. And we can talk about that Ooh. in a minute if you want. All right, we will. We will. But, Put a pin in that one. If you're going to point the finger at not special teams, but somebody else, it has to be Aaron Rodgers. It, I hate saying it, but God, I, it's so frustrating watching that game, watching his. So okay, so I, I get what you're saying. So you put it all in right, right? You put it all in Rodgers, not the rest of the offense, not the offense, not the coordinator, not the you know, not the, is is the four call plays? Does he want to call him plays? Sure. I don't know. See, <laughs> yeah, it's all on Aaron. That's what you're saying. Everything's on Aaron. Sure. Okay. Just making sure. I think so. Okay. All right. Hey, you're closer to it than I am. Um, I get that. All right. Yeah, Aaron. All right. Sixty percent right. special to... teams. Yeah. Sixty percent special teams. Okay. You cannot get field goals. Thirty-six yard field goals blocked. I haven't seen a good replay. That guy doesn't get touched. Yeah, he came right out the middle. Ward, I think it was. Unbelievable! You can't let that happen. Um, great job by the holder, by the way, falling on that ball. Uh, great job by him. Um, and then, I mean, you can't have a field goal and punt block. You just can't have it happen. You just this special teams unit all season, their job was to avoid catastrophe, and this game was an absolute catastrophe. How the special teams coach wasn't fired? The multiple games we talked about this during the year, where they were abject objectively terrible I, I, I combined objectively and abject, <laughs> abject <laughs> failures and abject. they were objectively terrible and abject failures at special teams multiple times throughout the season nothing changed and you just sat here and thought hey I hope this offense I hope Aaron Rodgers I hope this defense is good enough to overcome that and they weren't. Aaron Rodgers wasn't good enough to overcome it, and the special teams was as bad as they had ever been. And you just you cannot let this happen. In plays where guys just came up the middle relatively unblocked, which seems, guys sitting on his couch who never played football, something you should know how to block as a special teams unit. It's inexcusable. Absolutely inexcusable. There's not. I, that's all. I mean, what else more can you say? Yeah. Get a new special teams coordinator. Figure it out. It's ridiculous. It out. That it went this long without being addressed or commented on. Like, I don't feel like there's been like this, like, who's out there making whoever the special teams coordinator is? Fire whatever his name is dot com. Can we buy fireronzook.com? It probably, you know, probably exists. You, it? Could, you could probably buy some uh, buy it from some Illinois alumni or Florida I alumni. I just want to have fireronzook.com, but make it about the special team. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to do. Um, God. All right. Special teams. Defense was amazing. Just got to get a first down. Okay. That's the game. Anything else on the game? Um. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Excuse? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if A.J. Dillon doesn't break his rib, mm. we score a touchdown instead of getting that field goal because we seemed like we were afraid to run mm. the ball. And in the first half when we got in the red zone, we just ran the ball up the middle with A.J. Dillon. We didn't have it, him there when we were in the red zone in the second half. And if we score a touchdown there, go up 14-0, it's yep. over. 
we got scared, didn't run the ball, didn't trust Aaron Jones to do that, um, and A.J. Dillon wasn't in because he broke a rib. I think he runs, he powers through and gets that touchdown. That's not really an excuse. That's a it's an alternate, yeah, it's an alternate ending to to make myself feel better. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, man. So block block punt touchdown. Robbie Gold yeah. field goal to win it. I don't know where do you where do you go where do you go from here. Well, it's going to be a very tough yeah. offseason. Um, obviously, everyone knows the story of Aaron Rodgers. What does he want to do? Does he want to come back? Uh, this team was built up, was built. The contracts, the everything was built for last year and this year's playoff runs. This was it. This was the window. We have so many expiring contracts. Devontae Adams is a free agent. Uh, Zadarius Smith is a free agent. Obviously, he was hurt, but he was, you know, a big money signing and a big part of our run last year. Um, uh, Campbell, the inside linebacker, one-year deal. I think Russell Douglas, one-year deal. There's going to be a lot of holes. A lot of the, the front office has a lot to do, and this team could look very different next year, which makes this loss the way they lost, how they should have won this fucking game, all the more painful because of uh, the questions ahead. If you're okay, what do where do we go from here? Where do I want to yeah. go? You try to bring Aaron Rodgers back. You try to bring Devontae Adams back. You make that happen. You patch together the defense. I mean, I th- you still got you still got your secondary, except Rasul Douglas. But let's say he goes, but Jair Alexander comes back healthy. I dare to say that's still a positive. Um, you got Kenny Clark in there. You got pieces. You got Rashawn Gary. I think you still have Preston Smith. I don't think you have any wide receivers. You got to figure that out. So. Well, I guess what I'm saying is there are pieces there you need to fill in or keep what's there. And that's a lot. There's a lot of questions out hanging. You try to get as many people as you can back without overpaying. You're way up against the tax. Uh, you can make it work, I think, to get Rodgers, Adams, um, and Adams back. I think you'll lose it, Arius Smith, but I think that's kind of a foregone conclusion at this point. It's going to suck. It's going to be really painful. It's going to be constant stories about Aaron Rodgers of what he wants to do. It's going to be constant stories about um, players who, you know, you've come to root for going elsewhere. It's going to suck. It's going to be a really, really shitty offseason. There's a lot of questions on where to go, and it all starts with Aaron Rodgers. If you bring him, because if you get him back, then I think you can pay Devontae Adams. If you don't have Aaron Rodgers, can you pay Devontae Adams if you don't have Aaron? Top. Yeah. Or does that make it more important? <laughs> to pay Devontae Adams. Yeah. Top wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have him, you got to keep him. He's still the best still the best wide receiver. I think it's a double negative to get rid of them both. I mean, not get rid of it, but lose them I both. I feel like that's the way it. I feel that's the way that it's working. Mm-hmm. Or it's looking, mm-hmm. though. It's like, hey, if you get Rodgers, then Adams will stay and you can pay him all this money. If you don't get Rodgers back, I think. It feels like that means Adams is going elsewhere. That's how it's feeling. That's that's know. fair. That's, that's just, fair. I mean, if you look at it from Adams' point of view, right? He can still, you know, if they they pay him, depending on the contract. But he's going to have some suitors. <laughs> that's you know, he's he's going to have options. So, yeah. Um, 
if this is Aaron Rodgers' last game, the tweet I liked most about this, I didn't write mm-hmm. down who it was or, or, or save who it was, um, and it essentially said, Brett Favre went out doing his kind of Achilles heel thing, right? Throwing across the middle, getting picked off. Aaron Rodgers went out doing his thing, especially in this game, uh, sticking on Devontae Adams, not realizing there's wide-open wide receivers all over the field and throwing in a double coverage. <laughs> so they bo- both went out doing what they loved and how they killed the Packers. <laughs> throwing interceptions over the middle and sticking on Devontae Adams and throwing in a double coverage. Break. God. God. Sucks. Ugh. Um. Quick note, uh, it's really annoying everybody being like, look, Rogers said they wish they would have drafted me, and they beat him four times. You still wish you <laughs> would have drafted him. Shut up. <laughs> Quick note. It doesn't disprove his point. All right. Yeah, take that. Take that. Hands. All right. Good. You got it out? I don't know. I don't know if that made me feel better. All right. I was hoping it would. <laughs> so mad. All right, well, s- especially because the Buccaneers lost. Let's put that on that. Okay. Uh, all right. So that was Packers choke. <laughs> Let's talk yeah. about your big choke and maybe the best football yeah, game of all. What, well, most, entertaining most entertaining fourth quarter slash last five minutes. Um, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. What a game. I, th- I even so. I mean, it's good. Like you know, we all know about Mahomes. Heard of him? Yeah. He's, of you know, him. he's okay. Um, Josh Allen. As great season rising up, you know, just two of the younger quarterbacks that are coming in, and they were just slinging it. They're slinging it around uh, throughout this game, and you know, kind of. And with that said, like the Bills' defense came in as the uh, the, uh, the best rated defense in the league, and you would not have known it from this game. <laughs> you just with the like the plays. Uh, the plays that are given up, I, I mean, I know Tyreek Hill's fast, but come on, man. Like, cover the dude, tackle the dude. Uh, give it, again, like I talked about before, giving up 50-plus yards of whatever it was to get in the field goal range with 13 seconds left. You just cannot let that happen. Uh, you can't do it. And then you know that. And, and then at the end of the game, probably not their fault, but I think you knew who got the, whoever got the, the coin flip at that point, that team was going to win just the way the game was going um, and the defense was gas. So, you know, the Chiefs D all season has been up and down, mostly on the downside. So it was kind of, it was hard to see the Bills D on that end not come up with the plays they needed to, uh, to, to seal that game. And I think that's, that was the most surprising thing, right? Just, it was in this game, you just needed that one play to make that one stop to seal the game. And then like Bills could just could not make that happen. Yeah, and I was rooting for the Bills. Uh, just wanted to see it be somebody else. Wanted to not be Mahomes again. Um, wanted to see Josh Allen pull it off. So I was really hoping their defense could. And they just, I don't know, some of the angles and stuff they were taking. Yeah, Like you said, I know it's three kills fast. But, man, uh, it seemed like they uh, – sorry, ESPN just started <laughs> blaring something in my face again. Uh, or my – earphones again uh miss some opportunities to get some stops uh just to prove my point um buffalo threw to eight wide receivers kansas city threw to seven packers threw to four uh and i found targets uh Cobb had one target all right i figured it out there we go i know everyone's waiting waiting to hear that 
Yeah, okay. You mentioned the choking. Yeah. Let's go back to that. They don't kick it out of bounds. Or uh, they don't kick it in play, right? So it's they have, they have 13 seconds. And the whole thing was like, oh, man, Patrick Mahomes takes it down for the first second. Marlo, I think you could have done, gotten them down 50 yards in 13 seconds with that defense. <laughs> he didn't have to make a throw. He threw under and they ran. Like, any quarterback could have done that. They didn't cover the wide receivers. <laughs> Just did it. Anybody could have done that. To, on Kelsey's throw where they got into the field goal range, the wide receiver was – or the defensive player was taking outside position like he needed to get out of bounds. They had timeouts. They just let him catch the ball and run 20 yards. It made no sense what they were doing. It was the worst prevent defense I've ever seen in my life. It they were playing it as the Buccaneers should have played their prevent defense. Where there was no timeouts, you needed to guard the sideline, and you couldn't get beat over, over the top. That's how they played it, and the Chiefs just said, okay, we're going to take the 45 yards you're giving us. Thank you very much. Absolutely baffling. It made no sense. Uh, and it, it broke my heart for Bills fans because they scored that touchdown with – 13 seconds left. I mean, they're hugging and crying yeah. on the sideline. Yep, yep. On the Bills' sideline. And then to lose. Absolutely brutal. Oh, man. Just just sucks. I don't know what the hell they're doing there. Um, you mentioned the last quarterback to get the ball. We got to complain about the OT rules. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Everybody yeah, got to say how stupid it, it was. Once again. Marla, would you like a chance to say how uh, stupid it no, is? No, I just say get over it. It's football. <laughs> Make a stop. Yeah. Well, well, I think they should both okay. be able to okay. have the ball. Coin flip shouldn't decide it. Anyway, it was fun. Everybody complained about it. Everybody's like, yeah, we know. <laughs> this is what we say all the time. Um, but yeah, that was a crummy way to end. And you just knew. It was like, uh, I, I mean, you feel this a lot, but... Was it the it was the uh, a Patriots Falcons game when it went to overtime, and you're like, if the Patriots get the ball, there's right, no way yep. the Falcons are stopping this. You just yep. you just knew it, and then James White, you know, won the game. Um, former Badger, uh, that's how it felt. You just knew once they got the ball, and I guess I don't think I would have felt the way if the Bills got the ball. I would have felt pretty good about it, but like there was literally no way that the Bills were stopping the Chiefs. No way, just like in that uh, in that Super Bowl. So God. I mean, kind of a, an exciting ending, but a, that back and forth. The win probability chart is just fantastic because it's like 95, 90, oh, 95 the other way, 95 this way, 95 this way in the last two minutes. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say. Two great quarterbacks. Feels like with these two guys, they can, these two teams can be around. Yeah, like yeah it should be fun. Hopefully it stays fun. At least, I mean, neither of their quarterbacks are uh, contemplating their future sure. and threatening to leave. Question. So yeah, they do have they that. They have that. Do you... Th- so... I would trade Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> okay. Right no, that was the question, but I like it. I like it. Oh, well, what I was going to say is Mahomes <laughs> got an MVP, right? We know he's good. Josh, Josh Allen is yeah. coming into his zone. But... Yeah. I don't know. I guess this isn't a question more than is a nice statement that, I bl- that Josh Allen... I mean, he has, uh, he has, he has, uh, he has digs, but I feel like Josh Allen does more with less, and Mahomes mm. definitely has weapons. He knows how to use them, but he definitely has more weapons. Yeah, 
yeah, that's probably yeah. true. Diggs is awesome. I love Diggs. Um, last year when they lost to the the, the Chiefs, he stuck around yeah. and kind of yeah. took it in. You know, did the same thing here. Uh, did you see where he uh, tackled yes, the field rush? I did. That was awesome. At, absolutely unbelievable. I wish they would just show that, uh, like on live TV. Like, I feel yeah. like they have more of a deterrent. Like people, don't, people don't care if they get on TV anymore. <laughs> just, just show them getting just wrecked. Yeah, they just want to. Yeah, they just want to be able to tell yeah. their friends that they're yeah. idiots and look at what I did. Um, that was awesome. I don't know. I really like Dix. He's really good. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't seem like the other weapons on the Bills are at the level of, at the level of the Chiefs. But man, Allen, the play he made where he. He was getting to. I'm trying to remember it now. He like jumped and almost like spread his arms and legs out to change his momentum, and then like landed and th- and ran and threw the ball. I can't remember exactly how it went. Now I was like, "Holy shit! Yeah. I've never seen that before." And like Mahomes has done, "Holy shit! I've never seen that before." And I think Allen in this game is now up on that level. He didn't win. Could should have won, but like he's now on that. Holy shit! I've never seen that before. Um, level with Mahomes, Rogers type stuff, and he—I don't think he was there before this game, so he's there for me now. Um, the Packer comment I enjoyed most, or hated most, but enjoyed most about this game was. Uh, well, it's really weird to see your quarterback come through in close situations <laughs> multiple times. Imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine that. Just get a first down in the fourth quarter. All right. <sighs> deep breath. Deep breath. <laughs> Bills, Bills Chiefs. Uh, this, if this, if people are saying this was a Super Bowl, I don't know if these were the two best teams, right? Because the Chiefs could still lose. But it was. It, I can't imagine there being a more entertaining Super Bowl. So as far as the entertainment yeah. purposes for the this NFL, was it. This was yeah. Best meme I saw was the Super Bowl is. I right. uh, no, the rest of the playoffs is canceled. It will now be a best of seven between the Chiefs and the Bills. <laughs> I'm as a Packer fan, very okay. With that. <laughs> Get the rest of them out of here. Um, all right, Rams, Bucks. Uh, what I thought was going to be yeah. the most insane ending to the day. Um, or to the weekend, but to the day. Uh, somehow, the Buccaneers allow Cooper Cup to get behind them. Stafford throws a dime to him uh, with like 20 seconds left. They run up, spike the ball, get the game-winning field goal. Um, I loved every second of it. A lot of, a lot of Brady hate the only, So, the only reason... Oh, it was, I'm, I'm eating all of Brady hate up. I loved it. There's so much like, look how many times Tom Brady beat AFC te- or NFC teams, blah, blah, blah. Good. Congratulations. Um, didn't beat any NFC. Oh, he did beat an NFC yeah. team in the first round. He beat yeah. the Eagles. Barely counts. Doesn't really count. This is seventh seed. Um, how, like, I talked about in the Chiefs-Bills game. They <laughs> played the wrong defense. <laughs> they played the defense that the Bills should have played, and they let Cooper Cup over the top. Uh, absolutely amazing ending. Do you feel do as a Bears fan, Marlo? Do you feel no? This is so, this is so this is so dumb. Like <laughs> this was the t- I was like I was ready to dance on Stafford's grave uh, as as the comeback happened. Right? Or, I mean, that part gets totally abolished. Like they came back for I think the top score was a twenty to three at one point twenty, and you know they come yeah. back they tie it up. 
Mass Effect comes through, it's fine. But I mean, it's kind of the same. It was going to be the same story. Mass Effect's almost there, and now he has a chance to play for Super Bowl in his freaking home stadium. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not happy for him. I, 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 I don't know. I think we we talked about it in the middle of the season. We asked like, is this just Matt Stafford? And he seems to be like, right. yeah, when he was playing, when he poorly. Was playing poorly. He's actually playing. He actually played better um, in this game. Um, you know, all the credit to him, but but whatever. I, I you know hate to see it. I would have liked him to finish his career as the best quarterback ever to play at Detroit. But here we are. Here we are. Matt Stafford. He's a hero. Taking down Tom Brady. What what I'm mentally prepared for is mentally preparing mm-hmm. for is if he does win, there's going to be. Matthew Shepard is better than Aaron Rodgers all along. <laughs> oh, oh, that, that's going to happen, and that is not true. That is not true, and it's going to annoy the shit out of me. It's going to happen, Marlon. It's going to be out there. Um, <laughs> it's wrong take, but people will say it. Um, uh, shoot. Uh, the, okay, uh, I I was watching this game, and I was just so, rooting against Tom Brady more than anything, um, just because I'm tired of the narratives. Uh, and I mean, I you know. What fun is it to have Tom Brady win another one, right? I'm usually rooting against whoever the favorite is. Um, and the Rams just tried to give this game away. Akers fumbles. Cup from cup of all people fumbles. I mean, it just felt like all the things were going wrong for the Rams. And I'm just like, this always freaking happens <laughs> to Tom Brady teams, right? He's going to win, and he's going to do the things he needs to do to win. But it's because the other team freaking shoots them in the themselves in the foot yeah. time and time again and that's what the Bucks were doing or the Rams were doing until until the, the two, last play last two plays last play, so. um, yeah I was so annoyed that another team was shooting themselves in the foot yeah. the time no I, mean, I can see that I was surprised it came to that point um, but this guy this Rams team I think the Rams team is so weird like it seems like they can beat anyone but they could lose to anybody as well um, yeah. so Maybe they're just getting hot at the right time. Yeah. yeah, this game this game was tough for me to root for, although I mean the Tom Brady you know, yeah. rooting against overrode everything. But you know, the Matthew Stafford yeah. You already got the take. Yeah, <laughs> I think the comparison that's coming. Yeah, I think that's coming. And just like really I you know I was rooting the closer he gets to winning a Super Bowl, the more annoyed <laughs> I am about it. Like it was cute to think about, like oh, he could go to the Rams to be the difference to be on a winning team. It's like yeah, good yeah. for him, you know, go get him. But now that it's like he's two wins away from winning the Super Bowl, it, it, I'm less like go yeah. get him. You know, I'm more annoyed about it. Um, and that like their whole let's mortgage the future and let's get these star players and mm-hmm. fill in the cracks. Uh, if that that's works, annoying. Yeah, that's super annoying. That's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it to work because <laughs> that's not how it's supposed to work, um, and it's really just because Aaron Donald is so good. And they throw Jalen Ramsey in there, which maybe he's a fine quarterback. I don't know. Aaron Donald yeah. wrecks the he's game. He is awesome. Sure. Um, and they always, you know, throw Jalen Ramsey in there on the defense and Von Miller in there. Von Miller had some nice rushes in this game, but God. Von Miller, is, uh, Von Miller, excuse me, Aaron Donald is is amazing and really what makes this Rams team Super Bowl yeah. worthy. All right. All right. Take that, Tom Brady. He's mulling his future now. Do you think? Uh, no, because I... Do you think I want he will? Do you want I don't him? think he will. I don't have as much Tom Brady hate as I guess the rest of the world. Um, 
but he's definitely not. I don't know if you saw kind of you saw it on the ticker that it, the family is going to play a big decision in it. And anytime you say that, it's over. It's over. Mm. It's done. But anytime you got to check with the wifey, you know this. We all know this. You check with the wifey, that means it's not happening. Yeah. Don't ever let yeah. your family get involved in your life. That's, I mean, anything <laughs> from this podcast. <laughs> if there's any takeaway. Pretty much the worst advice. Pretty much the worst <laughs> advice I could give anybody. All right. I don't know. I think I don't believe anything he says. I think he's like a robot, and like that's the thing you say, and the thing that makes him sound good. Like, oh, like is this caring dad yeah. and stuff? Which it may be true. I'm not saying it's not. I'm kind of saying it's not, but I'm not saying it's not. <laughs> but I think he just knows the right things to mm-hmm. say at this point. So we'll see. I don't think he's done because I think he is <laughs> a robot, and I think this is what he does. Um, he led the league in passing yards. He led the league in touchdowns. Um, he's still good. He's still effective. And if he played till he's 45 or whatever the hell he is now, why the hell not? I don't know. That said, I don't go through a whole, you know, football season and have that, you know, have to do all that he does. But he's a robot. It seems like that's what, that's just his essence. I feel like, and that's, at least that's his brand. It'd be very on brand. At least his brand. So, ah, all right. We'll see. Another storyline. I mean, at least it'll take some headlines away from freaking Aaron Rodgers' storyline. All right. Uh, Bengals-Titans, the first game, and a great game, but yeah. almost yeah. forgot about at this point. Um, Joe Burrows. I guess that's all you can say. Fine. Oh, well, okay. Hold up in the Joe Burrow talk. Fine. No, I won't talk about Fine. Joe Burrow. We'll talk, we'll talk about... We'll talk, right. No, no, we'll, no, talk, no we'll, talk we'll talk Titans. Everybody wants to talk about Joe Burrow. Talk Joe Burrow. We're talking Joe Burrow. I'm worried that everybody <laughs> thinks he's cool. You were the first one to say he was cool. I loved him being cool. I wasn't the first one, but I was early on. I loved the MLSU. I loved him being cool. Now everybody says he's cool. If everybody <laughs> says he's cool, how cool is he? I don't know. You see his cool jacket he has? His way cool jacket for, cool. for post-game interview. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, he... I don't know. I, I think it's impressive. I mean, second-year quarterback coming into the playoffs like he has. Uh, you know, and having 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 the games he's had and the results he's had, it's been it's been interesting to watch. Like I, f- I don't know why I find myself rooting for the Bengals, like, probably because of Joe Burrow, yeah. um, maybe because my hate for the yeah. Titans or not 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 exactly the Titans, but um, what's his face? Who's the quarterback? Um, Tannehill. Tannehill. I just don't want to see Tannehill win. Uh, that's that's bad, but mm. yeah, it is what it is. Um, why? Like, like a Kirk Cousins? Yeah, thing? Like yeah, hundred really percent. Yeah, no, he's yeah, he's not. Okay. He's not that good. I don't care what anyone says. He's not. Everyone pound sand. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it was it's a fun team to watch. Like he. Well, there's not a lot. There's not a lot of Tampa. Yeah, the I know. Right now, I know. Bro, so <laughs> I know. You don't care about that. But watching Joe Burrow. I mean, the last two games he's thrown. For, like the last three games he's thrown for like two thousand yards. Something stupid. That's fun to mm. watch. Yeah, it's a different, it's different NFL. NFL. More so, I'm just jealous he can throw more in two playoff games than my quarterback can do all season. So, yeah, well, yeah, that is something. I think well, rooting for the Bengals is fun because Joe Burrow yeah. and everybody thinks he's cool. Um, they haven't won in forever, so they're like not threatening, and everybody loves their uniforms as kids. 
everybody loves their helmets, so they're kind of like, hey, these are cool. Um, I mean, I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for this to continue. Um, although the coolness might like become uh, like an exploding star and then turn into a black hole. I don't know. That might happen. <laughs> might just get too bright. The coolness. All right. <laughs> I can't see the Bengals winning. But I, yeah, they I've just said it this winning. whole time. Can't see the. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I think they should have beat the Raiders, right? I mean, that was that toss up, right? They were obviously underdogs against the Titans. Managed a way to pull it off, um, mainly because your boy Tannehill. But God, can they keep it going? I don't know. I don't know. I'm rooting for it. We'll see. Uh, Titans blow it. Tannehill, awful, awful game. Um, his game defining interception that led to the the, the game ending field goal. Um. You just can't do that. Can't do it. You just it. can't make that throw. Just can't do it. I don't. How much? How much blame do you put on his first interception? The first throw of the game. I think it was his first interception. The one that. Uh, not the first throw. The, the first game. throw of the game. I forgot yes. about the first throw of the game. Which one are we talking about? That was fine. I was talking about the one where the. Uh, so his second interception. <laughs> oh God! What a bad game. Um, where the cornerback blitzed. And he tried to beat the blitz, tipped the cornerback, tipped it up in the air, caught it, and then ran it back. Whatever. Because I've read like, I've read people saying yeah. that's just a great play. You know, that's where you should throw the ball over to that wide receiver. You know, who's probably AJ Brown, who's probably uh, single yep. covered, right? That's the read to make. The, the defender just made a great play. The other side is you got to freaking see that guy and not throw that. I don't know who's right. I've seen former players say both things. Um, so I don't know how much of that is is his fault. But the the first one was forced that I forgot about. And the third one was definitely forced. And you cannot do that as you're driving to win the game. You can't lose the game when you're driving to win the game. <laughs> That's a great statement. You can't lose the game when you're driving to win the game. <sighs> yeah, no, I understand. You know I, I mean? I, yeah, I know 100% what you mean. But, I mean, I don't know what they do. You, you run it back. You have to run it back with Tano, right? You have $100 million. <laughs> yeah. That's your fault. Suck it. And you just hope you just hope the formula works with the healthy Henry, who was not good in this game. Oh, it was I don't it. It was first game back. Game. Re- had, re- re- yeah, 20 carries, 62 yards. Dante Foreman had four carries for 66 yards. He looked way more explosive. I guess that's all in the 145-yard play. But that was an explosive play. <laughs> um, I don't know what you do if you're Titans. you got to stick with it, I think. What do you blow it up? How do you blow it up? I don't think you can. So, um, All right. Let's look ahead. That's it. Titans, Bengals, anything no, else? No, that's it. That's it. All right. Uh, let's look ahead to next weekend. Championship weekend. Um I think the first game is the Bengals-Chiefs. I think AFC's first, so that's the afternoon game. Um, who you got? Who you root? Well, I don't have any deep analysis. I root for the Bengals, but I believe the Chiefs are going to win. Um, but it'd be fun to see the it'd be fun to see the Bengals win. I feel like we are at the Patrick Mahomes as Thanos. I am an inev- mm-hmm. inevitable mm-hmm. meme moment. Yeah, and I think that's just how this is going to go. Um, I will also be rooting for the Bengals for Joe Cool, just 
for something different, just for the Bengals to have a chance, just to root against the favorite, to root against Mahomes, who's already won. That's where I'm. Anyway, on that, um, Mahomes is now in his fourth AFC Championship game in four years as a starter. That's okay. That's fine. It's hard to get better than that. In your first four years, you can't make more. So that's good for him. And Joe Burrow's in in his first. I'm a little worried about... So everything I'm getting out of Joe Burrow... uh, One of the reasons I like Joe Burrow... Okay, let's go back to talking Joe Burrow. Is he has this, like, I expect to win, and then they do. And then it almost seems like he made it happen. Not in a way like a quarterback normally does. Not in the way, like, he was phenomenal, which he's been good. But, like, just his expectation and belief that they're going to win seems to permeate the team more so than just his performance. Yeah, no, 100%. Does that make sense? Like he And that feel cuz you go to Cincinnati and look, maybe good quarterbacks have gone there before. I don't know. Probably not. But like we've seen good quarterbacks <laughs> go to bad teams, Matthew Stafford. And they don't change. They don't win. But Joe Burrow's going to a team that hasn't won, believes he's going to win and gets the team to believe that. Uh, while playing well, but not, uh, you know, that hasn't been the only reason. That's been really cool. And it seems like they're, he's kind of like, guys, expect to win. We're going to be in more playoff games. We're going to win more playoffs games. And in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, you're still the Bengals. You're still yeah. the Bengals. You know, I still have a little bit in the back of my head where I'm like, how many more AFC Championship games do you think you're going to be in? I think Joe Burrow expects to be like Patrick Mahomes, being yeah. one every year. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. Let's, let's pump the brakes there, Bengals fans. I hope it happens, but uh, we will see. I wonder what it would take for me to turn on Joe Burrow. He has to get so cool he's, that, he's, like, yeah, I don't think somebody, it's uh, you know, I don't think it's far away. I'm trying like, to think of like kind of at the part where it's going to be annoying, cool, and then you're off. Yeah, if you like host <laughs> SNL or something. <laughs> oh man, yeah, he could. Is that a thing? Mm. Or do cool people still host? Us? I don't know. I don't watch it anymore. All right, uh, all right. Expect the Chiefs to win again. Inevitable. Too. I don't. Too much on offense. I don't think Mahomes is going to make the mistakes that Tannehill did. Uh, I just don't see the Bengals' defense uh, being able to keep up with the Chiefs' weapons, which we outlined earlier. All right. Forty um, ers Rams NFC Championship game. Who are you rooting for? Who? You <sighs> this is so tough. Um... But I got I got I got a 49ers just for the reasons I talked about. I cannot have Stafford in the in the Super Bowl, and it would be it would be the second year in a row where a team made the Super Bowl if the Rams won in their home stadium after like never having it. That'd be wild. Ever having before? It'd be two years in a row. We never had it'd be before. absolutely wild. Wild. Um, but yeah, I I find myself I'd be I'd be rooting for the 49ers. I would love to see a 49ers banger Super Bowl. I think that'd be hilarious. Um. Oh, like uh, the one where 49ers <laughs> won like 55 to 10 or something. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a rematch. It was uh, oh, Collinsworth really? wasn't. He was wide receiver in the okay. Bengals. That'd be great for him to talk about the whole time. Not really. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I know this because I, you know, never mind. I don't want to talk about it. It hurts too much right now. It hurts too much right now. Uh, I am... Going to be, uh, I'm going to wear my AFC hat during this game. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, 
I'm going to find an AFC hat, and that's okay. what I'm going to wear during this. I'm rooting for the AFC in this game. I don't care who wins this game. I want both of them to lose. I want whoever wins the AFC to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> God, I hate both these teams. <laughs> so annoyed. Beckham should be in this game. Ugh. But I'd rather the Rams win because I hate the 49ers at this point. Yeah, I can't. I can't blame you. The the freaking love affair that we're gonna have to hear about freaking McVeigh and Shanahan this week is gonna be excruciatingly painful. The media just fawning over them is gonna make me want to throw up, and the game is gonna be the same. And I hate it. I hate it already. All right. Oh, at least they no. can't meet in the Super Bowl. Can no, you imagine two weeks of the media? No. Jerking off McVay. Absolutely not. Shanahan. (laughs) His team scored six points. God. Oh. Sorry, people have headphones. (laughs) All right. This is not healthy, Marlon. All right. All right. All right. 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 We got to cover that. We got to cover that. Not crying. Not crying. I'm not crying. Go AFC. Go AFC. Let's get Casey back in the boat. And I know how to do that, Casey. We bring them everyone's favorite segment, including yours, Casey's Corner Kick. Yeah. I actually watched some soccer, although now I feel like <laughs> I wrote the name down wrong of the team. But uh, <laughs> whatever. Liverpool wins 3-0 over Brentford. Brentwood? Oh, my God. Liverpool score. Brentford. What did I write? I wrote Brentwood? That's why it looks so weird. They went 3-0 over Brentford in the Premier League. Uh, getting a little bit a little bit of space in... Uh, I shouldn't say a little bit of space. Uh, sitting in second place, 48 points uh, with 22 games played. So they have one game in hand on Man, Man City, two games in hand on Chelsea, who's one point behind them in the standings. So kind of getting back to the winning ways, solidifying that second place in the Premier League and this should be their last game their last Premier League game without uh Mane um Sala and Keita who are off in uh African Cup of Nations which has also been fun to watch crazy stuff going on there Marlo um one of the teams oh, I forget the team um well crazy sad stuff uh okay we'll talk African Cup of Nations in a minute they should be coming back for the African Cup of Nations um Liverpool back to hopefully winning ways. Hopefully we'll get back to scoring ways again when their top attackers come back. Uh, Man City, on the other hand, dropped points. So maybe the title door is not closed. Maybe City left it open just to crack. Drawing with Southampton. Is a title race back on? Uh, as I mentioned, they're not. Liverpool's nine points out. So let's assume they win the game in hand. Six points out with 15 to play. Still an uphill battle, but... Uh, Doors, doors left ajar, Marlo, in the corner kick. All right, elsewhere, African Cup of Nations is happening, which is the continent's competition like the Euros in Europe. African Cup of Nations, um, that's they call it. In sad news, uh, there was a stampede at the Cameroon game today, and multiple people have died and been injured. Um, so that's very sad that that happened. I just wanted, I don't have anything really to add to it. Just try to... Avoid stampedes and or be in crowd situations where stampedes happen. People, please act rationally. Um, but the Cup of Nations has been crazy to watch. Uh, there was a game 
a week ago that was stopped at the 85th minute and the 89th mm. minute. The ref just tried to end the game before time. Mm. That just happened. Um, a team had goalies. A team's goalie was not allowed to play because of COVID, um, so they had to field an outfield player, and then their captain got sent off in the seventh minute. That was crazy. Um, Nigeria lost to Tunisia, which isn't a bad loss. Um, of course, people remember Tunisia landing Donovan's goal against Tunisia in the. 2008? No. 12 World Cup? No. Whatever. That one. You remember that, Marlo. Landon Dobbs, Landon Nicole against Tunisia to send us uh, through in the knockout round. Um, so not a terrible loss, but Nigeria, one of the continent superpowers, out. A lot of fun. It's it's fun to take in. Uh, well, it's, first of all, it's hard to take in because <laughs> it's on freaking being sport, so that's hard to you know find and watch. But it's just cool to... Uh, kind of taken the I guess atmosphere of the tournament if that makes sense like um, how it's broadcast how it's played that sort of thing because it's very different than the Euros it's very different than uh, the Gold Cup like each continental tournament kind of has its own feeling to it and that's been really fun to kind of try and experience from right. watching <laughs> on my phone at home uh, so that's been so that's still happening. So try and find it. it's on being sport. It's on it kind of in the middle of the day. So that's uh, maybe good or bad depending on your your situation. But um, nice. yeah, look out for that. There it is. That's the corner kick. That's corner All right, uh, going to the throw-ins to finish this off. Yo, so all I got is so the Bulls played the Bucks. It was during the Packers game. This is in basketball. The ball with the round the ball on a cord that you put in a hoop. Okay, okay. Um, they right, right, put right, right. it, and so yeah, I just didn't cut on my radar till well after I think in the morning. Um, but the Grayson Allen news flash, it's a dirty player. Uh, yeah, just so you know, he's a dirty player. Oh. Um, so he, he had a, a flagrant foul. Um, where. Uh, Ala Caruso, that ended up allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly. Wait, no, it actually happened. <laughs> it's, it's on video. Not allegedly. Uh, <laughs> it's on video. Yeah. And so he's been, he's, he had a freaking foul on Alex Caruso. Caruso gets injured um, on said foul. He has a fractured wrist. He has a fractured wrist. The league suspended him. Yeah. Yeah. The league suspended him one game. Was Glass it one game suspension? Wrist. One game suspension. The Bucks are not happy. They okay, disagree yeah. with it. They are publicly disagreeing with what the NBA has done. Obviously, the Bulls are on the other side of this. So here we are. Casey, where do you stand? Look. I like Alex Crusoe. He has wrists of glass. No, it's very tough dream for Grayson Allen. Uh, this one... Ah. So... There was a lot of pushback in saying Grayson Allen obviously has a reputation from college. This is his second technical foul ever, or uh, second flagrant foul in the NBA, which seems insane for how much shit he did in college. So the record states he's not as dirty a player as everybody thinks he is, but everybody remembers him tripping people at Duke. Um, So is this me defending Grayson Allen? Maybe. (laughs) 
also, I really <laughs> don't like having to root for Grayson Allen, especially in moments like this. Um, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, pointers, it's one of those, it is one of those things where his reputation uh, kind of precedes itself. I'm glad you brought that stat in. It was a it was a shitty foul, um, and I think the the uh, result of it with the wrist, right? It's not he he didn't go out to hurt or you know to 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 do that. It's kind of a consequence of the way he fell, and you know, not to say that Grayson Allen is, is in the right. But at the same time, I think that's why it's getting it's getting a little, well. We're playing it up more because of that. Um, I, is the is suspension due? Like if he wasn't, if he didn't yeah. fracture their wrist, if he wasn't hurt, where it's taking him out of games, would Grayson Allen have been suspended for that foul? Maybe, maybe not. Um, but I think it's you know it's it's I think it's getting treated like as far as the NBA is concerned, I think it's getting treated like a player that has a little bit of history. Um, this was done, and people were talking about it, so they had to do something. Right, yep. and that that's that's where this this game suspension comes from. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like a relatively large outcry yeah. for yes, exactly. A relatively in exactly. consequential player in the league. So yeah, it sucks for Caruso though. I really like watching him play basketball. Like he's he's the kind of player I really like to root for. Uh, his tenacity and God, I'm just glad he's not in the Lakers anymore because it sucked when he was in the Lakers because he's yeah. one of those like you love to have him on the team, hate to play against him type guys. And when he's on the Lakers, that's really <coughs> annoying. When he's on the Bulls, who you know, I'm not like a fan of, I don't root for them necessarily, right. but like it's he's a lot more enjoyable to watch on the Bulls. Uh, so that sucks for him. And you know, speed recovery <coughs> this is his shooting hand, I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, six eight weeks. He on the fall, right? Because he fell on it. Uh, Next one, I'm just, I did, uh, I did weeks. see, yeah, fractured wrist. Uh, wait, six to eight weeks. He's out for. Why did I think it was only? Why did I think it was three to four? I thought I read three to four. Okay, I'm wrong. You probably read it right. Um, yeah, I did see Tom Brady says his family will play a big role. Big role. I didn't realize yeah. it was big role. I just thought it it's was done. a role. Okay. Um. Tough. Tough. Uh. In. Sad news, I got more yeah, sad news. Uh, Dick Vitale is not returning the sideline this year. He has more uh, medical issues with his throat, has to have some surgery, will not be will not be there. Um, That's tough, yeah. Stinks. Yeah, he Hopefully he recovers and comes back. But he won't be back on the sideline this year. I'm watching Kansas. Can, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, any other throw-ins? <laughs> Hold uh, on, let's just sit here and watch ducks. the bottom line see if anything else pops up <laughs> ducks ducks over the bruins nhl's happening ducks, it's ducks <laughs> oh yeah it's halfway through the season i saw there's a hat yeah i saw uh, there was a there was, there's was a mid-season awards and i said mid-season. yeah all-star game in las vegas coming up uh we're definitely going what and you know where we're staying and you know where we're staying oh yeah for sure if anything is going to get us... It is an all-star game and a couple it, nights it at the Hooters Hotel. It is um, all-star game. Mm-hmm. I actually like how they do the all-star game yeah. with the divisions and the division teams. I like that. I think that's cool. Uh, maybe not. Enough to actually watch it? Nah, probably not. But I'm sure there's college basketball that I can watch instead. 
That's what uh, I think I'll I'll probably probably lean towards. I definitely thought Michigan State uh, Illinois was tonight. I think it's tomorrow. I definitely. All right, there we go. And there's yeah, there's the bottom line report. You think I'd know better? Uh, I'd be better at reading schedules. (laughs) All right, that's going to be it for me. As always, you can find us on Twitter at one thirty two breeze. Myself at Marl Jr. Casey at Prof Badger Fan. That's it for me, Casey. You got any last words? Still NHL. How many teams are there in this league? My God. All right. Until next time, fellow fans, I hope all your favorite teams win all the sports.